Hello and welcome to Vegan Snack Attack. It's me, it's John, and I am hanging out with Allende Howell. What's hey, up, dude? What's going on, John? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, I am very excited to have you on the show. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about this, but I, I'm going to start it off by saying uh, everybody should should pause this right after I'm finished talking about this, this one thing. Uh, Allende has a Kickstarter going on for a new food truck that's going to be in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for his uh, vegan macaroni and cheese yes. called Mac and Yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, so pause after I finish the sentence and contribute and then keep listening. Yes. And then you'll want to contribute some more probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for, for coming and hanging out. No problem, man. And yes, yeah, so to find that, that uh, place to pledge, you go to Kickstarter and search Mac Truck. And you'll find it. It'll pop up on the, in the uh, LA food scene. But other than that, man, I'm good. It's you know, uh, Kickstarter campaigns are very stressful. I've done one other one. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. When what was I that was, for? It was for um, another crazy food concept that I had a, a vegan pop up. I actually did the very first vegan pop up restaurant in Manhattan. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It's called Wildflower. Yeah. There's a lot of um, I got a lot of little sons out there now. A lot of people were doing it, but um, I did the first one. Back That's then. cool. Yeah. So that so that worked. That Kickstarter worked out. That Kickstarter worked. Um, mm-hmm. It was about uh, three years ago, three three and a half years ago. So that know. was when Kickstarter is still kind of new. You know, the interesting thing about Kickstarter, man, is like it's it's. Um, the I feel like nowadays it's very tech driven. Uh-huh. It's you know it's yeah. like you know if I can get a gadget that's gonna like clean my house and I can wear it <laughs> as a watch, then you know I'll get like two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know, so it's a it's 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 a different environment I've noticed, but um you know it's still we're still trucking along. So right. I'm, I'm excited about still it. Still yeah. trucking along. <laughs> that was good. I like but that. don't bump. Oh tank. yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. How long have you been vegan? I've been vegan all my life. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in. So um, you are a gold star vegan. Were you like raised as a baby vegan? Yeah. I, well, my mother will tell me that I And I he's was, still alive, everybody. Yes. I, and you can tell them that I have all yeah. my, my faculties about I me. I haven't counted the, the fingers and he's wearing shoes, so I can't count the toes, but everything <laughs> seems to be in order. Um, oh, man. Yeah. No, um, my, parents, my parents wanted to do something different. Um, and by the time I came along, they had two other, they had two other kids and they were leaning vegetarian. Mm-hmm. By the time I came along, they decided to go, go full vegan. Uh-huh. And um, cooking sort of runs in my family. So they were also really dedicated to it. So they cooked dinner every night. I mean, oh, that's great. I, I don't think I remember going out to dinner once. And where did you grow up? Tacoma, Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about like the Tacoma, Washington vegan scene. I'm sure there's stuff out there probably there now, is, but maybe mm-hmm. not when you were growing up. Not at all. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I mean, that's actually where the, the name of my, my blog, I Eat Grass, came from, was uh-huh. because, you know, that's how kids used to tease me in the neighborhood. They'd be like, oh, you know, what do you eat? You eat grass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, and so it was, uh, it, it, it's, it was something that was very different at the time. By the time that um, it, it sort of became in vogue, um, it was... 
man, probably like the mid mid nineties. Uh huh. You know, mid to late nineties, I think when people and started. everyone was like, "Can I have some? Can I have some grass?" Right, right, yeah. And yeah, they weren't you know. talking about the the herbal, uh, smokable kind. Right, and now we have. Um, now you know. Now that 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 actually is legal up in Seattle. So right. Yeah. So people, you know, are doing a lot with grass up there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but in terms of eating it, yeah, mm-hmm. more people are kind of were kind of coming around to it in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms mm-hmm. of eating it, uh, people were, were more coming around in the nineties. And I, I opened my first cafe in nineteen ninety nine, um, and it oh, was cool. vegan sandwiches and soul food. And I actually sold this mac and cheese uh-huh. there, um, which became one of the most popular things that I sold. Um, but I but I also I specialized in sandwiches. So I was oh, yeah. a little bit more focused on that. What was, what was like your most popular sandwich? The crazy Jamaican burger. Okay. Yes. What, was, what is <laughs> going on in the crazy Jamaican burger? The crazy Jamaican burger had a jerk spiced tofu. Um, the base of it um, was potato salad, had grilled onions, grilled sweet plantains on it, Ooh, which was the, the nice. I love plantains. Yes. Um, some vegan mayo on the top. And uh-huh. uh, it was, it was, and yeah, it, the best selling item that I made at the time. It, it, out, it outsold the oh, mac yeah? and cheese, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say what everyone else is thinking. I can't believe you didn't call it the Jamaican Me Crazy Burger. <laughs> um, I think, I thought that was a little too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's so easy. Yeah, right? Anyway. Uh, no, that sounds amazing. Uh, I wish I could have one right now. Where, and where was that? That was in Seattle. So that was um, near the University of Washington in Seattle. Okay. Um, so I was near, like, near in a little college town. And the time I opened, there was like one other vegan spot. It was like a vegan Thai, Thai place. Yeah, there's a, you know, everywhere there's always going to be something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, usually if there's going to be like one th- uh, vegan place, it's going to be some sort of Asian. And there, I mean, hey, that's great. That's but, like the easy button when you're like, right. you're like I'm vegan and I say, okay, where's the, where's mm-hmm. the ethnic food? I know I can find yeah, something. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, I, when I was talking with... Um, I had Ed Bigley Jr. on the show. Oh, cool. And, you know, he's traveled around, and he's been vegan for 40 years. Wow. So, like, when he was traveling around as an actor, mm-hmm. and if he wanted something to eat, he'd just go to any kind of, like, Asian food place. And I think he would just say, like, I'm Buddhist. And, you know, right. they know right. animal product, then they would know what to do. And, oh, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, the, mostly the, the Asian... Indian places. Yeah. yeah, Asian Indian places and you know Middle Eastern stuff too. You know sure. people people who it's funny when you get outside of America and people understand veganism and not mm-hmm. eating meat more than they do here. It's like, "Oh my god, you don't eat meat? What's it's just wrong so with you?" It's part of the yeah. culture. Yeah, it's like, "Okay, raised. cool." You don't and it's just like the industry too. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I I I run into a lot of that especially with like um doing you know, like Jason and I talk about you know, we talk about how yeah, Jason yeah, Robel, Jason Robel, yeah. yeah. You know, getting you know getting on media. You know, mm-hmm. it's so hard to get in, in into media as a vegan these days because who pays for the cooking channel stuff? Right, <laughs> it's, it's like, the advertisers, right. and it's the hardest thing to convince an advertiser like, hey, yeah, you know, and and most of the advertisers are owned by companies that probably also own like. Uh, like fast food restaurants and exactly. stuff like that, so exactly. it's 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 a tough thing to get out there. It is, but it's getting better. You know, it's getting Absolutely. more more accessible. And like, well, my goal with this, um, so last year, uh, my my career, so since Seattle, my career has sort of taken um, has taken a a few twists and turns. I went to New York for a few years, worked as an executive chef there. And, you know, the food industry burns you out. So uh-huh. I was burned out. I was like, All right, I'm gonna take some time off. I did catering for a while, and end up um, then last year I ended up uh, moving into the celebrity chef 
personal oh. chef world, I guess. You want to you drop some names? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> um, um, so I was rolling with um, India Ari on her. I actually worked with her through the production of her latest album and for her tour Very last cool. year. And she had a lot of dietary restrictions. You mm-hmm. know, she was gluten-free. And actually, when I met her, she couldn't eat anything. She was like, no what? acids, no processed seasonings no soy no tofu no i was like okay i don't know if i can wow do this. i'm not that vegan yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but i but yeah i figured it out and we came up with um a nice a nice menu and then ultimately what happened was i got my gluten-free game up like yeah and so and you know I, all these i and i started to really see that you can really have amazing meals that are gluten-free and vegan and right. still be tasty um and so the concept for this truck is it's a gluten-free uh, truck as well. So right. the, the mac and yeast is going to be gluten-free. Um, I has it always been gluten-free? It has not always yeah. been gluten-free, no. Um, and so uh, having having it available for people who, you know, and that sort of covers all the bases, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's vegan, it's gluten-free, you know, especially in a place like LA. So people are like, oh, you know, I can, right. you know, I can enjoy it and not feel guilty. Absolutely. Well, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of that. And it's also just like welcoming to anybody. Yeah. Regardless of, I don't know if there's any like, nuts used in it. well no no, no there's no, no like cashew no. or anything like that no see look at that no. by the way anybody listening i don't know if you can hear but my dog denzel <laughs> is he's tapping his little paws around and making a little bit of noise so yes. don't mind him denzel's just uh just hanging out and being a chill dude yeah i always uh, say animals love me because they, they know i don't eat them so denzel's really he's loving on me over here yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah you know uh so so you were in new york for a little while you were doing the celebrity Vegan chef, chef thing, gig, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Um, so yeah, no, I, my New York tenure, um, I, I took a f- couple years off, and then I got back into at Jiva Mukti Cafe, and um, which okay. is a uh, spot in Union Square, and um, re- revamped their menu, and the main, my menu is actually still there to this day. Oh, that's which great, I, which I like. Um, and then you know, <laughs> the the year that I I left New York. Uh, I think we had it's kind of like now we had a, like a blizzard every other week uh-huh. and I was like you know what I'm forget I, it yeah I, I'm I'm, I've had I'm from New Jersey and oh, I yeah. grew up around right near New York and lived in Philadelphia and it was just like enough of this yeah 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 no yeah people are like oh L A there's no seasons I'm like no I'm good with that yeah it's like as long as there's <laughs> the important one <laughs> right as long as the sun comes out yeah I'm good yeah and I I um but I'm I'm adjusting so last year. I moved to L.A., and then I sort of hit the road for a year, so I wasn't uh-huh. really here last year. So now I'm really kind of getting to know, you know, my neighborhood and um, getting to know L.A. and the, and the food scene and stuff. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff happening here, it's man. A, yeah, it's a cool time right now to mm-hmm. be kind of vegan in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, not to exclude anybody listening who's anywhere else, because... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in New York recently, and there's a lot of stuff going on there, too. And even everywhere else... People are, uh, restaurants are just like popping up that have options. Well, that's the thing, right? I think that, um, you know, if you look at the food trends, people are, um, in the magazine, people, all of a sudden chefs are discovering vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I hope you guys heard the quotes around that. You know, it's like, oh, we discovered that vegetables should be treated just as fine as a, as a fine cut of meat. You know, and, and, and the vegetable oh, has so much. Congratulations on your discovery. Right. It's like, oh, vegetables are so flavorful and you can do all these things with them. Like, yeah, duh. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean, because there are people, you know, I've worked in the restaurant industry for a long time and I've had people say to me, you know, like, why should I pay all this money for some vegetables? You know, yeah. like there's no meat here or whatever. But, but the, you know, the idea of <clears throat> the idea that you can not only create 
really massive amounts of flavor and texture and taste mm-hmm. you know with with vegetables and like I, I joke around and tell people like i make plants taste good you yeah know, like that's my deal you know and and it's very possible and it's and it's easy and the protein thing you know the protein question oh my god what oh, my protein yeah. you know well there's plenty of ways to get your protein it's everywhere it's ever yeah it's, yeah <laughs> the same place the animals get their protein yeah. that you're eating how about that <laughs> you know so cut out the middle mammal that's what i tell people <laughs> cut out the middle mammal <laughs> you know that's good um but no there's you know there's it's been a lot of um a, i think from the time that i've from being born into it growing up as like the weird kid on the block mm-hmm. to today light years it's light it's amazing years. it's really yeah. amazing yeah yeah so uh let's talk a little bit about um the mac and yeast because that's kind of like become your your specialty that's what the mm-hmm. truck is all about mm-hmm. uh so I I read a little bit that it's adapted from an old family recipe. Correct. Yes. So give me a little bit of the backstory on that. Okay. So my so uh, my great grandmother Mary Fluker, um, she used to make. Uh, that's what my dad tells me. My dad has all these stories. My dad he grew up in a small town called St. Stephen's, Alabama. Okay. And apparently um, the whole family lived on this just one piece of property, and like it was just a bunch of cousins and stuff. And so we they'd all have dinner at um you know at grandma's house and. She'd make this baked mac and cheese that he he really you know loved a, a lot. And you know the thing is, <clears throat> this is something that I tell people is that that's really where your food connection is, that psychological connection. Like your 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 parents made it, your mom made it, right. your grandmother, whatever. So he he you know, and then hence going from going vegan um, with us. You know, he always he he. I remember him saying, you know, I want to try to make this this mac and cheese that my grandmother used to make. And so he would tinker around with the with her recipe, and you know, mm-hmm. sort of. And this was this was early too. This was sort of you know, I think, you know, he was just. You know, my dad is. A, listen, let me just tell you a little <laughs> note about my dad. He was making kombucha like in the pantry Shut in the eighties. Like Woo. did this 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 mushroom like growing in the pantry and make us drink how did he decide to get into that kind of stuff he was i mean it was our house was full of that i mean we had Uh like a 10 pound box of flaxseed he would make his own yogurt we had a distiller like it was a flour mill full yeah like a full garden in the back like we were so you're pretty much like bred to become a food (laughs) expert right right so that that sort of you know sets up the scene so like he was a tinkerer and he would try to you know make some you know make something happen and um so finally once we got and then he would make it and i was and i remember not really liking it at first and i was like Mm -hmm. all right then i but i got a hold of it and i tried it again um and by the time i opened uh uh, my cafe Mm -hmm. in seattle um i put it on the menu and that and just that sort of making it every day Mm -hmm. is where i worked out my recipe for you know making it every day and and so you took what your dad started and kind of refined it yes that's cool yeah 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 so it's um and it's it's been a you know it's like one of those recipes it's been it's been around for a while but it it just gets better with time i mean Mm -hmm. i think that's the to me like that's the the best part about food is like you know you you can it's like I, i tell people you know, the bread's been around since the Bible times. Mm-hmm. You know, so and there and, and, and you know, a good recipe will stand the will stand the test of time. Right. You know, and uh my a lot of my my work is in converting recipes from, you know, classic, if you would say, you know, carno- uh, uh, omnivore mm-hmm. uh, favorites to something that that um <clears throat> you know vegans can can enjoy. And then also I think a big part of my 
my advantage as a chef is because I've worked in restaurants and like I, I my my approach to creating menus is I want to create a menu of that that one thing that everybody comes to the restaurant for. Uh-huh. You know, like if you go to a restaurant, you're like, oh, I'll go get the pad thai. Okay, well, I want like 15 versions of that favorite thing. Yeah, you know, and do that through like creating daily specials and <clears throat> and through that, I've been able to refine a lot of recipes and create. Um, and and also learn how to build flavors mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, and 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 build a lot of flavors so that, you know, and then and so it it, it um Denzel, cool out, man. Denzel's all over me over here. Yeah, it's all right. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, that's 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 sort of my that's that's my deal. So at the at the truck, is it going to be like different variations on the, the yes the main? So I mac have and my yeast recipe. I have my classic mac and yeast, and then I'll have my uh, I have a balsamic and truffle mac and yeast. What? And then I have a buffalo, a buffalo. Oh, mac. that sounds awesome. Yeah, and then I also want to do some. Um, I want to do some experimenting, so I'll have I'll have a daily special mm-hmm. of, um, or you know, try out some different flavors that I want to try. Okay, you're scratching me now. Yeah. Man. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, even just doing things like having tempeh bacon or something as as an option to put yeah. on that, that stuff. Mm, yeah. So good. Uh, have you ever been to Sun Cafe out here? I haven't yet, actually. They have a pretty great gluten-free macaroni and cheese. Yeah. I haven't tried yours yet. Okay. But I'm going to say, <laughs> as of this moment in time, yes. that's my personal favorite. Okay. We'll talk about We'll, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll see about that in a couple of minutes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you should check that place out. It's so good. They, I think there's a cashew base. So okay. uh, I'm just putting... Uh, I don't try to put it together in my head. Mac and yeast, the yeast is like... Is that like a nutritional yeast yes. kind of? Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about nutritional yeast. I'm sure that that was also in vats in your home as a child too. Yeah, that was around, um, you know, and it's funny. It's one of those sort of classic vegetarian uh, seasonings that people that people have around for, mm-hmm. for extra flavor and so on and so forth. And um, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a thing where I think as a, as a chef, you know, I try to learn to cook without it but um but you can't i mean it, it does so much why would you necessarily want to cook without it just to see if i just can as a just challenge see, yeah just okay. if i can you know um, i was like wait is there something i don't know about nutritional <laughs> yeast no 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 it's um i mean it's not an allergen or anything like that mm-hmm. it's uh, it's just something that um that i you know but you can't really you know it it, it does the, it does the trick it gives you that nice little boost that flavor <sighs> boost man <So> good. <laughs> Yes, the nooch. The nooch. Uh, yeah, I, I I can't think of a single person that has tried it or has disliked it. Right. It is a wonderful. It's, it's like great on popcorn. You oh. can do it. You you know you can kind of do it with anything, man. It's a, it's a it's a great little tool. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, so your your cheese mm-hmm. is nutritional yeast based. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna make if you're gonna try to make a, a vegan cheese, you got to throw some nooch in there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> So, uh, are you going to offer anything else that you might have had at any of your cafes also yes. at the truck? Yes. So I'm going to have um, <clears throat> I'm going to have a small salad menu. Um, okay. Actually, and something I developed uh, last year, I'm doing a pickled fennel salad Ooh. and um, a Waldorf salad, and I'm also going to have a small drink menu. Um, I make this uh, yerba mate hibiscus drink, just so you know it balances out so if you uh-huh. eat, you know you eat it, it keeps you nice and awake an agave lemonade um a couple of smoothies a coconut blueberry smoothie and um i'm working on a couple of uh, there's a there's a couple other ones that i've had in my roster I'm, I'm sort of tweaking now uh-huh. but um but the idea is so you come to the truck and you're like okay well you know i'm gonna get because the, the the pickled fennel salad 
pairs well with the matte because it's a little bit more mm -hmm. acidic and so the you know for the creamy textures you're getting mm -hmm. on one end you get some little acidic stuff to kind of break it up and and, and soothe the palate yeah. um and uh, i'll probably do a soup i'll probably do okay. like a daily soup you know just something to keep the menu small though so the vision i have in my head so when this when this truck is around mm -hmm. i'm picturing you parked right next to like frankenstand mm -hmm. uh that makes some amazing vegan hot dogs mm -hmm. it's like you get yourself a hot dog a little bit of mac and cheese yeah maybe yeah. a little bit of soup you have yourself like a full meal yes mm. yeah 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 <laughs> you know there's a lot of cool events that happen around yeah. la like you know there's like there's like a movie night over in a park over here in hollywood mm -hmm. like right above right below um uh, hollywood on vine there's you know the art walk downtown there's abikini there's all sorts of places that i right. i really um want to i think that's the cool part about f for me like I've, I've never been in a mobile food mm -hmm. situation and so i think the cool part is to be able to go to the customer sure you know, go to the customer and see what see what right. They're doing. And there's plenty of uh, you know small vegan eateries all over all over the world, really that that pop up all over the place. Um, on, on the show, I've had uh, the guy uh, Jeremy from Plant Food for People. Have you okay. had the tacos from them? Mm -mm. Yeah, you really need to. Okay, because they pop up uh, <laughs> all over the place, but they always like uh, on. Friday nights, they, they're like in an alley behind a bar mm -hmm. in Highland Park, mm -hmm. and they make the most, there's jackfruit tacos, and they're oh, okay. so amazing, and okay. people don't know that they're eating vegan tacos, oh, cool. <laughs> it's so good, and yeah, but they, you know, they pop up all over the place, but they always have like their one spot that they do yeah. like every week, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah there's, um, oh, I mean, there's actually, hey, gonna mm -hmm. quickly plug the LA Vegan Beer, Beer and Food Fest, Festival. Yes. Are you going to be there? Um, the plan is to have the truck there. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. I already got my ticket. So uh, I'm just going to take a moment to plug that. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to go to that. Uh, I had Nick Adler on the show a year ago to talk about it then. Mm -hmm. So um, it's going to be amazing. Did you yeah. go? Have you been in the past? I was out of town last year. Oh, man. So I'm going to check it out. I've gone the past sure. two years. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Okay. It, the vibe there is great. Every single person that's there has a smile on their face. Cool. It's incredible. Yes. Because, every, I mean, everybody has everything that they need right there. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Virtually limitless beer pouring. Yes. Uh, and also just, like, the best vegan food from not even just L.A. Like, people come in from... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, it looks like and a... Great music, too. Yeah, it's a great... Um, it looked like a great thing, and I, and I was like, man, I'm going to miss it. But this year, I'm definitely... That's the plan. Yeah. Oh, your stuff is going... You're going to run out. You're I, that, run I, I, that is the plan. <laughs> Your lips to the universe. Yeah, lips. Right? Let's do this. So, uh, speaking of that plug, um, <laughs> Mac and E's truck, Mac truck. You search that on uh, yeah. Kickstarter.com. You can also go to my site as iGrass.com, and yeah. I have a little widget on the right hand side. You can, yeah, you can do it there too. Yeah, and I saw right as of this moment, it was only like at fifteen percent. So mm -hmm. you guys got to contribute. And I'm gonna say it'd be even though it's gonna be in L.A. Mm -hmm. um, at least just now to start. Yes. I'm not going to put yes. any words in your mouth. Um, even if you aren't in LA or don't plan to visit LA, it's good to contribute to something like this because the more of a vegan presence there is anywhere and we can prove that people are flocking to these, I'm going to go ahead and say alternative food trucks just because 
I wouldn't say it's quite as mainstream as we all want it to be yet. Right. But the more successful any of these businesses are, the more they'll pop up everywhere and just prove to people, like, look, this is something that you can do that people are interested in. Absolutely. You know, everybody's looking for ways to be healthier or perhaps lose a few pounds. Yeah. And if there's, you know, or even just be... You know, practice more ethical things, you know, or try to eat vegan once a week or something. Right. Just Everybody's looking to do it. Yeah. You know, it's... Well, that's what that's sort of yeah. the interesting thing about um, this part, this this time in life is that the the awareness is there. Even if they're not just a bunch of hardcore vegans, there are a bunch. There there are more people who have a friend who's a vegan, or a cousin who's a vegan, or dated someone who's a vegan, or, mm-hmm. or is just aware of heard the word and know that Bill Clinton was a vegan part time, or Ellen is you know whatever. Yeah. Like the, the like the conversation has changed around veganism, mm-hmm. and so the person who you know goes to lunch, you know, will come to my truck one day because like oh a vegan food, yeah, I'll try that, but they may go home and have a steak at night right you know but and that's fine with me you know yeah. you, you add you add one two vegan meals a week you know then maybe that grows you know but, but the and point makes, is oops, but and let me just finish this yeah. the, the, my, my my biggest point is like i always want to put out the best vegan food oh yeah so that when people taste it they're like oh yeah this is totally viable yeah you know it's not like oh god vegan food uh, what is this you know oh absolutely flaxseed you know yeah. you know stuff like that we're gonna eat, we're gonna eat grass <laughs> yeah oh, so yeah it was just, I'm so sorry don't open that wound man yeah I'll get you some <laughs> some tissues uh, yeah so yeah I just know that there's so many things that a lot of people who aren't vegan eat that that is vegan and they're just like I could eat this every day for the rest of my life right and right. Maybe you should. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk... We're, we'll come back to the truck again okay. just because we're going we're gonna to be eating some of the, the mm-hmm. food too. But um, I also did read that you have some acting experience. What's that all about? Um, so when I opened my cafe in Seattle, I started to meet all these new people. And um, I actually started... Uh, doing spoken word back in the day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was into the slam poetry scene um, back in the day. And then that led to, I was like hosting an open mic night, and um, this guy was like, hey, I want you to be in my movie. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so um, I would go and audition for him, and I had never done an audition before. I didn't know what I was doing. And I came in completely like doing everything wrong. He was like, no, don't do that. <laughs> I want you to do, just relax and do what you were doing before. Uh, but anyway, I ended up landing like a lead role in it, what? and it was yeah. And um, you know, we shot on the weekends, and you know, I'm like making vegan sandwiches during the week, and yeah. I had to, like go make a movie on the weekend and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then I saw the premiere, went to the premiere, and I saw myself on the, on the screen. I was like, oh, that's I crazy. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you did it a little bit more. So I did it. So yeah. So when I got to New York, um, I got I landed a, another role in. In a in a film, this was like when indie films were happening. Mm-hmm. Not there were no webisodes back then. Right. This was like two thousand five, two thousand six. Okay. So, so and people were just making films, and so I got into another one. And I and I was like, oh, this is great. Um, but it was it wasn't real. I didn't really start to focus on acting in any real way until um, like about two thousand eight, and then I was like, oh well, maybe I should go to school for this. And so hmm. 
But the funny thing for me is that I've always had my foot in both worlds because when I decided to go to school for it, I was like, well, I got to get a job. So I got a job as an executive chef and put myself through acting school <laughs> at the same time. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it was, and I did, I did a bunch of um, improv. I went to UCB and trained oh, at UCB in New that's York great. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I. Was that also around like 2006 or so? No, this was oh. this is more like 08, 09 to okay. 11. So that was, okay, so around 08, that was when like imp, like UCB Improv was just starting to get like a little bit more popular. Now it's like crazy yeah, yeah. popular. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, UCB, UCB, UCB. I'm like, yeah, dude, I've been there. Yeah. But it's, but it was, you know. That's a- pretty, by the way, this is, that's the Upright Citizens Brigade. And <laughs> oh, right. if anybody, I know. We're, I, we're so in. <laughs> I also, I also host like a comedy podcast where we have like people that have like done UCB for years. So it's okay. like, uh, if there's a UCB theater near you or any improv theater, so good yeah. so much fun yeah. take classes it's the best yeah yeah, yeah. no it, it's a lot of fun and it just teaches you to like i mean it helped me in my with my management skills too uh-huh. just like you know because you have to just just think on your feet You're absolutely constantly moving and you know going with the flow mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> so i did i did all that um in the meantime being a chef was really popular um it was like 2008 2009 mm-hmm. it was like oh my god you're a chef and um i got and then i was, <laughs> was at my desk one day and uh, New York Times called me, and they were like, "Hey, we want a quote about this article because Russell Simmons is tweeting about your food." And I was what? like, "I don't." I was like, yeah. What's, "Oh, Twitter, right? Yeah, because yeah. Twitter was just coming yeah, around." Just so starting, I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh yeah, okay, whatever." And um, and so then um, what happened? I, I ended up putting a recipe in the New York Times and stuff, and I'm still like putting myself through acting. And that was school. because of Russell Simmons, basically. Yeah, Russell Simmons. I mean. You know, people, it's funny, like, even when I was in Seattle, like, they, uh, there was an article written about me, and they'd always mention Russell Simmons, so I've always sort of really? revolved around Russell Simmons. Uh, how, did, how did way. he come into play when you were in Seattle? He didn't. Oh. People were just like, black vegan? Black vegan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be together. Sure. So, um, so I met him, actually, he used to come, in, and he came to my cafe a lot in, mm-hmm. in New York, and we, we actually did meet and whatnot. Um, and he's a he's a he's a he's a cool guy. I actually really like Russell Simmons. He, he seems like a really awesome dude. Yeah, he's um. I mean, he Russell, I, if you're listening, you're welcome on the show whenever you want. Yes, and Russell, I, I want you to mentor me. Yeah, if you're listening, but no, but he just hang know, out. Yeah, you know, he has a he has a very um. He has a cool like you know vibe and like you know he's he's a you know he's definitely like you know has that millionaire thing going on mm-hmm. too. You know, <laughs> remember. Jeevan Mukti is also it's like a third of it's a cafe and two thirds is a yoga studio so we I'd practice well, can you repeat the name of Jeevan Mukti Jeevan Mukti is that still around it is cool. it is Jeevan Mukti and that's is, Union Square it's in Union Square it's nice. at the uh, uh, corner of Broadway and I'll, I'll have to something. I'll have to go next time I'm in town yeah no yeah and it, it's good too um, but yeah no I, I <laughs> Yeah, I remember like we, we, you know, we'd be in the in the lockers sometimes, and I, you know, I'd be like, "Oh, that's Russell. Okay, let me ask him. Let's see what kind of question I can ask him." And he had these, <laughs> these pants with like this Sanskrit in, in, in on it, and so I'm like, "Oh, where'd you get those jeans from?" He was like, "I had somebody make them for me." <laughs> I was like, "All right, because you're a millionaire. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was a dumb question." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, give me their number. Make them make some for me too." Right, right. It was like, "Okay, that conversation sort of dead ended there." But. Um, <laughs> But no, man. Um, so yeah. So the acting thing. So I, um, I still, I still act. Um, which is one of the reasons why I moved to LA because I wanted to be in an area where I, I, I was a sure. not freezing my butt off. Yeah. B like all my industries could sort of come together. And um, and so last year is sort of the the 
that I started putting the, the genesis of what that looks like for me. I did a one-man show oh, cool. called My Meatless Life. And I basically chronicle my upbringing as a vegan and all the weird and awkward and funny situations that I've been in because oh, of that's it. Cool. I did it in Austin, actually, with um, one of my homies that runs the, um, the Texas Veg Fest. Oh, and, cool. Um, yeah, Adrian Lusk. She um, produced it for me. And um, we just, we, I just wanted to put it up and see if it worked. Yeah. And I, I like, I love Austin. I've been there. I spoke Austin's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did a couple of food demos there at the Texas Veg Fest and another. Um, food conference i was mm-hmm. there but every time i go to austin i'm like oh yeah austin is yeah i went out there a while back and recorded a bunch of episodes of the show just with yeah no ve- austin is austin amazing. vegans yeah. austin is it austin feels like seattle felt in the 90s oh yeah yeah like it feel like it's just that city where like everybody's sort of like into like good music and good culture and like you know but they're not snobby about it they Uh don't really know that like every how people feel about them you know what i mean (laughs) yeah well austin's got like three major music festivals a year yeah and just like such a it's just a great vibe there i love it i love it yeah no austin is austin is amazing yeah Yeah, so uh so you did the one man show is that like available like online anywhere no not yet i mean we didn't we didn't get the recording of it uh right but uh this year i'm I'm gonna do it again this year. Oh, great! Probably in probably in LA. I did it at I did it for a couple of days at the Hollywood Fringe Festival last year too. Oh, cool! Um, just sort of figuring out the the, the wheels, and I'm putting it through a, um, a writing program now to really refine it. Oh, and then great. I'm gonna put it up again. Um, and that's great. You will have to let me know when that's coming up again because okay, I'll try to spread the word. And yeah, absolutely. I'd love to man. see it too. Yeah, and absolutely. So it's my meatless life. My meatless life. Yes, it was you know sort of a take on uh, my so-called life. Right. But, you yeah. know that you know. I'm an MTV generation kid. Back yeah, in the day, you absolutely. Know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. Yeah, that that um that's where I'm I'm looking to put it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people think I'm ADD. I mean, I'm from the ADD generation, but I like to do a lot of stuff. But yeah. you know, but um, I, I did um this this particular show. It, the idea is to bring it. It's like dinner theater. So you get mm-hmm. food in the show. Oh, nice. Like I go through like these different portions of my life. Where, like, oh, my mom made this meal, and here you go. And yeah, I, I created this, and here you go, and blah blah blah, and here you go. God, my, you already have sold one ticket. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of along the along those lines, and talking a little bit more about your your upbringing. I just want to ask you a couple questions. Yeah. Um, more about what's that what that was like because I know that you said that you know people would pick on you a little bit mm-hmm. uh, did you ever resent your family for raising you oh yeah 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 I, yeah, I, I went through a phase when I was like I don't want to be weird anymore yeah. like why do did we you have like to do go this? out to like Burger King and... I never the funny thing though man is I never rebelled that way okay I was always super into the food that my parents made like yeah. I was like oh this is I mean I mean I'd have like you know big old vegan chili burgers yeah. and like at home I'm like this is great yeah. you know and I never I don't know if it was like the I'm not sure why but I never really I never did huh I never I never I never rebelled that way because uh, I, I wonder that myself where it's like oh in the future if I have children you know what if I do decide to raise them vegan mm-hmm. you know what could the repercussions be and you know of course there's always going to be like teenage rebellion Mm -hmm. and of course when you're being picked on at school for a certain thing something that you could potentially control and change about yourself then you know it's kind of like what do you do then yeah um so what yeah so what did you kind of how did you push through and and well stick stick to those vegan guns i would i i sort of pivoted to 
being like the trying to be like the cool guy mm-hmm. you know like i was tell jokes and like i'd just be like the fun cool guy okay you know and i and i remember like <laughs> i'm a virgo so i was very methodical about it. i was like is this what cool people do i'll do that <laughs> and, so, and so i just studied everything that was cool and i would do that and sort of distracted people they'd uh-huh. be like why don't you know i'm not hungry you know or, why yeah. are you eating oh, blah, 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 and then pivot to a joke or whatever right, the case yeah. may be and um yeah, I don't. I'm, I look back. I'm not really sure how I, I sort of made it through all of that, but um, but yeah, that was the thing. And you know, and it would come up sometimes. And you know, I'd I'd always sort of eat before I went to someone's house, so I'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm not hungry, or you know, whatever. Did you try to like keep it a little bit, kind of like a secret? I did at some points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tried to keep it because you know, even to this day, like I mean, you know, so you're you know you're in a, you're with a group of friends, and most of my friends are not vegan mm-hmm. and i'm with a group of friends and you know you're at the table and you're like oh okay you know what what what's vegan here and I'm like mm-hmm. what yeah why don't you eat, what's wrong with the burgers are good why don't you yeah. have a burger why don't you oh don't you miss it don't you ever just want a steak i'm like no no i, I yeah don't. so you, you've never really have you really ever wondered like kind of what it, it was like i'm just the, I'm, the point the, i'm just fascinated you know yeah somebody who grew up and, and no 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 it's a that's a valid question yeah. i mean my um the time that I think I was the most questioned um, about it and, and by about my, my choices, and I talk about this in my, in my show, um, was with an ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she was, she was like, well, you know, and it was, she was always like, well, you know, you, you know, why are you choosing it? You know, you, you're, you're someone, this was given to you, you know, uh-huh. meat is fine. You just have to eat small amounts of meat and eat a lot of vegetables and have a balanced diet. And, you know, and it's proven this and this and that and the third, and, 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 which is true mm-hmm. in a sense. You know, um, the other truth is that it's completely okay and viable to be vegan. Sure. You know, um, and so my my desire and lately and the more I've gotten into being a chef and 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 really, you know, honing my craft, I have no desire to butcher an animal. Mm -hmm. You know, when I see, you know, you know, my 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 colleagues and they say. You know, well, you, you know, we're, you know, knife skills are predicated around butchering skills. Sure. You know, and, and um, I don't, I just don't have, you know, with that amount of, uh, of meat and, and I don't want to get, you know, I, I don't like to gross people out, but like mm-hmm. the flavor of meat is from the blood of the animal. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's like the majority of the flavor of right. the meat, right? And so, and people who like steaks and like beef and like burgers and like chicken and so on and so forth, and it's like, well, that's, and there's something I think about that that. That is primal to people as well, you know. Um, that satisfies a certain part of a certain part of them, if mm-hmm. you if you understand what I'm saying. Um, and I don't know. I, I know that if I were to eat meat at this point in my life, I probably would keel over because mm-hmm. I don't have any enzymes to digest it. Sure. Um, but I also there was a time. I mean, look, man. I grew up. I grew up in the height of process and fast food. Like mm-hmm. I would watch the Taco Bell commercials and, and McDonald's was like, oh, that looks good. Like that mm-hmm. looks like something that I would like. I mean, there were also. I mean, I, I used to want a candy bar so bad, and you know, and or anything. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I would want those things, but it was something that it wasn't. Again, like I'm not sure why I didn't just like say you know f this and go and uh-huh. you know be full on omnivore, but um, it was something that I just. I don't know. Maybe I was meant to do it. I, I don't yeah. really know. You know. No, I mean, I I think that's really cool. How it is just like it never really was a desire for you to to, to mm-hmm. even try it. I know that just me, you know, growing up, I was just so curious, and it was anything that I saw, I just wanted to try. <laughs> you know, yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I'm sure I'm sure it must have been at least a little bit difficult. So yeah, and you know, and yeah. also as a chef, you know, I've I've been challenged with people from other chefs who are like, oh, well, you know, you a chef has to constantly expand their palate, and that's yeah. true. Um, you know, but I expand my palate around everything else. Sure, you know. You know, and you, and you mentioned candy. I just actually this is this is perfect. I had contributed to a Kickstarter like I don't know eight months ago uh-huh. for uh, this company in New Jersey called Premium Chocolatiers. Okay, and they wanted to make like a vegan M and M alternative, mm-hmm. something like that. I, I remember this, yeah, yeah, something like that. So yeah. I contributed, and I forgot about it until yesterday uh-huh. when I got this big bag, and I'm going to give you one. They sent. I got ten packets of. Uh, Something they have called no nos, uh-huh. and actually here I'm gonna hold okay. on one second. Okay. I'm gonna give you one of these, <laughs> but I love the way that they phrase it. So it says vegan approved at the top, and it's it's oh, uh, milk milk like chocolatey candies. Milk like is the thing that really gets me. But it's milk free, gluten free, nut free, egg free, marshmallow inside. But it's not like marshmallow, marshmallow. Right. But. Yeah, they're really good. Here, you should, you should have one. Thank a you. Whole bunch. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Vegan candy has been my downfall. Like, once I've discovered, like, the Gomax Go bar. Oh, they, yeah, they, they sponsored the show for a little while. Uh, they're amazing. Dude. <laughs> the Jokers Well, thing? so now, yeah, now the, the question of, like, what does a Snickers taste like is, who cares? Cause right, <laughs> right. You got Jokers. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And like then that, and I think that the playing field has sort of been leveled at that at that mm. point, you know. And like, oh man, vegan jelly beans. Like I remember, when I first sort of discovered like, and I didn't because I didn't eat candy growing up, mm-hmm. and so I don't I don't didn't really have, but I love sweets like you uh-huh. know cinnamon rolls or cookies or something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. But when I discovered like the texture of the jelly bean uh-huh. and the sugar, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a problem. It was yeah. it definitely became a problem. <laughs> you know? uh, so. Something that I, I didn't even really know about until actually I was in Austin is um, Chico Sticks. Have you ever had Chico Sticks? Mm, mm, it's mm. it's the inside of a Butterfinger. So I okay. don't know. And I know that uh, Gomex Go has a Butterfinger alternative. I think it's the thumb, the thumbs up, mm-hmm. things what they call it. But mm-hmm. it's like a crunchy peanut butter kind of yes, thing. Yes. So mm-hmm. so Chico Sticks are like the inside, but they, they're they're vegan. They just have yeah. to be vegan. Yeah, so, it's funny. Like, I, wrote a, I wrote an article about... Um, about something what i call chemically vegan uh-huh. so you, know, you have all these vegan. things that are like vegan that are like right. you shouldn't th- they shouldn't be but they are yeah because it's, it's kind of like oreos right. and stuff like that well, yeah right. it's it doesn't make any sense denzel is going great he's just an excited little guy he's just a little pup mm-hmm. just happy to be around my, my little vegan doggy i need to have uh i need to have some like a vegan dog specialist like a vegan vet on the show yeah, yeah, yeah. um but i wanted to circle back to something real quick yes. about um, sorry about i got vegan. distracted by no it's okay <laughs> i want to circle back to something you were talking about vegan um Vegan babies. Um, I have a vegan couple. Of, babies, yeah, yes. I have a couple of friends of mine who 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 have had vegan children. Mm-hmm. Um, another blogger named uh, Chloe Chloe Davis, Chloe Joe, Burner, okay. Chloe Davis, Girly Girl, Girl, Girl Army, um, and um, you know I've sort of watched what she's been what she's been doing with her kids because it's been you know because like like again like growing up as a vegan as a vegan uh, child. The biggest thing is the social aspect of it, mm-hmm. but I think nowadays that is it is sort of acceptable enough and you know you know by the time that you know you come around to having kids and they get to school age it'll it'll only you know be be more um but i but i i wanted to just sort of speak on that it's 
complete it is again like a completely viable choice Mm -hmm. you know um obviously you know i think when when people when it comes around to kids like you know people get really scared you know i had a woman you know tell me you know just in my consulting work she was like well i I just don't i'm just afraid i don't know what to you know i don't know if i should give my give my um my kids you know soy milk or what if he grows Mm -hmm. up and have breasts and whatever whatever you know listen it takes a lot of research it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of dedication to it right but it could be done you know there's the there's the easy way to do things or you know there's the potentially (laughs) i don't want to say it's better for you know but you know there's the vegan way and then there's the easier way right it doesn't have to be difficult because mm-hmm. I think that the more people do it, the more information is going to be readily available, mm-hmm. and you know, there's there's resources for everything in terms of in terms of veganism, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just popping up all the time. Yeah. So I'm sure that there are books and websites just dedicated to to raising babies vegan, and of course, there's yeah. just going to be a lot of people saying you're doing it wrong. Oh, absolutely. And I think that the most important thing is to ignore those people and right. just be confident in the decision that you're making because obviously like you are living proof that you yeah. know you are not you know harming your child denzel calm down, man. yeah um yeah and that's and, you know that was the approach that my parents took they were just right. like i mean you know but at the time man it was you know like my my, my mom would say that you know child protective services was trying to take her take us away from her because she wasn't giving us eggs and milk oh, you know so you know the times are very different oh, and there and there yeah. are a lot of resources a lot yeah. of resources for people yeah um i want to i want to try this mac and mac and yeast All right. soon. um yeah i'm just trying to think if there's any yeah another thing that i think that would be difficult is like uh, birthday parties for kids with cake mm-hmm. and stuff. Although I think that now times are changing a little yeah. bit, where I mean, it's like, oh well, uh, Caleb can't have peanuts, right. and you know, right. such and right. such can't have gluten. So right. it's like there's going to be like eight different cakes at every right. <laughs> party right. for every dietary restriction. Exactly. So yeah, maybe it will be getting getting easier but yeah man uh, i mean you know when you can get you know you can go to your your local whole foods and get a and get a vegan cake and you mm-hmm. can get a like you said a gluten-free option and you have all the the other options that are that that every mm-hmm. every kid is going to need yeah it's it's just more socially acceptable mm-hmm. is the is the thing and the more that you know the 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 sort of you know cooler you can make it for people you know the the, the easier access people have i sure. mean it's sort of like the you know the apple approach like just make it make it make it look really cool and make people, it look really cool <laughs> and then yeah. people will want it yeah uh all right it's mac and yeast time let's do this so tell me what is the uh yeah he's getting a little crazy mm-hmm. what is the gluten-free pasta that you use um i use a brown rice pasta oh great um uh there's a couple brands that i like tinkiata is one that i like okay um but actually, Trader Joe's makes it really good one too. Trader Joe's, they they have like I think it's brown rice and quinoa combo. I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, I got it's like a rigatoni that I got from them, and it was really good because you know each one has its its pros and cons. Yeah. Oh my god! Look at well, so texture good. wise, I gotta take a quick picture of this. Texture wise, for me, is usually what um what um what texture is what is usually what I look for because with um. You know, it has to eat well warm. It has to right. heat, eat well reheated. Mm-hmm. It has to, you know, and also has to have like a nice yeah. texture. A, a nice problem that I've had with the brown rice pasta is sometimes it's a little gummy. But I'm not like, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't tried too many different brands of it. And mm-hmm. also it's like, well, I guess there's really one way to cook pasta. But, <laughs> right. you know, it's like maybe there's something different to be doing. I'm going to yeah. try some of this. All right. So, uh, 
All right, he's going in, guys. Oh, God. Oh, this looks so good. All right. Look. That's incredible. That is so creamy. Let's go in. I'm going to get a little piece myself. Good work, my friend. Well, mm. you know what? I wish that there was a truck that went around and just sold this. <laughs> you know? Funny you if can mention that. If only there was a way. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. Mac truck on Kickstarter.com. That's how you do it. So, uh, do you think that you, let's say, in a perfect world, yes. the truck is a, a huge success, mm -hmm. and that's completely possible. Mm -hmm. uh, what What's next from there? Um, well, <clears throat> the idea I'm with the truck, I'll, yes, I'll, ta I'll distract them. <laughs> the idea with the truck is to get a get started because um, you know when you the thing about restaurant world is like people don't really give you a brick and mortar place until you you've sort of proved yourself right yeah. you know in a lot of places LA being one of those places um, so the food truck is to is the start I mean sort of like like a lot of places here have done that like umami burger and, mm -hmm. and um, did that start as a truck it did really that's what I, I heard um, and the uh, the Korean taco people um, but anyway, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sort of a, an easy way for me to get in and, and get my name uh, and get the, get the food out there. You know, because right, it comes down to like people, people are going to buy it or they're not, mm -hmm. you know, and so um, that's what I'm looking for. Um, yeah. So, yes, there will be, uh, this is just, and this is sort of one concept, mm -hmm. you know, um, I've done a lot of different concepts in, in my, in my time as a, um, in my time as a chef. And so um, to, I think this is something that sort of, um, that can be that can that can work in this market mm -hmm. easily and um i'll and there will be and there can definitely be more food trucks i mean people sure. can constantly ask me like oh well you you know like my friends in austin I'm like oh bring it to austin bring it to austin I'm like, i have to do this one first yeah, yeah i will i will bring it you know i will take it other places but i'd really have to get get the first step sure the first step and if this takes off do you think that you might do another one with like your sandwiches and stuff absolutely yeah absolutely um i mean my my goal is to the, so for me to execute a menu um, the size that I would want, I need a restaurant. Right. But for me to sort of pare it down to do something that um, that I can manage now, and I think that people will enjoy, is the Mack truck. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I mean, my my goal is to is to bring um, is to bring my, my my concepts and my sandwiches and like sort of you know like I, I've done a fast casual concept you know um, where it's where people are where people Denzel. Yeah, he is just he's all you. over me. Let's just ignore him. Okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I definitely want to. Um, I definitely want to expand. Um, yeah. This is this is step one. This is this is to get me in the door, mm -hmm. and I definitely want to expand from there. So, um, so yeah, this is the first step, and I really I need you guys' support. Yeah, you guys. So, uh, all right, Kickstarter.com. Mm -hmm. For anybody unfamiliar with Kickstarter, by the way, great crowdsource crowdfunding mm -hmm. uh, platform. Uh, you choose what you want to pay. And mm -hmm. what you want to contribute. There yeah. are different tiers, uh, and you get different benefits. Um, tell me about your your higher end benefits, because you have some very interesting ones for the for the real high rollers. <laughs> <laughs> so for the really high rollers, um, I have I have one where I um, <clears throat> I come to your house and um, we we'll cook a thank you meal. Mm -hmm. um, you get the personal chef experience, sort of like the celebrity personal chef experience. Mm -hmm. um, there's also the bathe in it level at uh, ten thousand dollars. If you contribute ten thousand dollars, the bathe in it level. Uh, yes, um, and this is there's there's various uh, uh, options here. Um, I can either bathe in it in front of you, 
or or you can bathe in it. It's you know it's, it gets a little it gets a little involved. Have you had any bites with that one yet? Uh, not yet. Not I've yet. gotten. I've uh, actually yesterday someone tweeted me is like how much do I have to pledge to get a date. It's like oh. five thousand dollars. Five thousand yeah, dollars. I'll, I'll go on a date with you for five thousand dollars. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so uh, let's let's just be a little careful that we're not towing any lines. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. This is you know. I don't know if this is any legal thing there, so I'll say it's a joke, quote unquote. Yeah. But uh, he's got the, the air quotes going. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. No, you know, I'm I'm funny. I like to be funny. Yeah. So you know, if if uh, and then also at the uh, the ten thousand dollar level, you know, you as a contributor, you get to fly out for the grand opening and um, hit a bunch of a bunch of swag and stuff. Um, my I do have a, a cookbook coming out in the fall. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Tell me I, about that. I, I can't actually. Oh, because my publisher don't tell you my that. publisher won't let me talk about well, it. Well, but we will say people can follow you on Twitter. Yes. Or on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Yes. And I'm sure you'll be posting about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I my my publisher um says don't do it until we can get the pre-sales up so gotcha. the pre-sale thing up so but just a but you you one of the the rewards at even the smaller levels you can get um a book you can get a, 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 a an autograph is copy. the mac and yeast in the cookbook it is not because you want to keep that little yeah secret. i mean i gotta i gotta make some money somehow yeah you know i, I like that gotta try to make some money somehow. <laughs> so um so yeah that's really cool so everyone should go to kickstarter yes look for mac truck mm-hmm you can follow me on Twitter. It's at a y i n d e. Yeah. Um, also, my um, I eat grass Twitter is i eat grass .com spelled yeah. out, and um, we post on there all the time. And I'm across all the networks. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook and even um, Quora. I got on there. What's there. that? I have no idea. <laughs> I said it's like some international social media thing but i i heard i read about it in like fast company i was like oh i should probably get a profile on there sure yeah why not i yeah i think My it's space. important to just be on every single social networking thing as big why or not? small yeah, yeah I, I it seems like you got a lot of stuff going on and awesome's really really awesome thank you uh, thank you yes and i'm i'm excited I, I i really hope that everyone listening to this doesn't isn't like my, my my you know i have a lot of 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 levels on there but the but what I really wanted to focus on was the twenty-five dollar level. So uh -huh. for twenty-five dollars, you get a T-shirt and you get two free orders of mac and yeast. That's that's insane. Good. That's, that's insane. pretty damn. That's good. a pretty that's a pretty great offer. And I have in town and out of t out of town um, rewards as well. So the twenty-five dollar level is really solid. Um, it's, if you're you know, in LA, that one is probably in or around or yeah. If you're in LA, <laughs> yes. Um, and I have an out of an out of LA uh, version of it too, where you get a T-shirt and you get like a I supported Mac and Yeast bumper sticker uh -huh. for your you know your car, your refrigerator, or what have you. Um, but I tried to make it very uh, accessible for people both here and out of, and out mm -hmm. of the country or out of town. Yeah, out of town, out of the country too, I guess, but out of town. You know, yeah. to to be able to to say, oh, you know what, I can contribute to this. No sweat off my back. Um, and um, yeah, man. So I'm I'm going for it. You know, I, I I'm at a, I'm definitely. Uh, at a point in my life where I don't want to go back in house and be, you know, put in eighty hours as someone's executive yeah. chef. You know, it's it's uh, it's a lot of work, um, and I have a lot of good concepts, and I have a lot of stuff that people always tell me that they really enjoy. And so my my goal now is to give it to people and to you know steer my own ship. Fantastic. Well, yeah. I think it's I think it's all happening, uh, and everyone better better contribute. Twenty five dollars. That's not bad. And you do have smaller. Uh, yeah, you can yeah. contribute a dollar. Yeah, you can go a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, and then it's yeah. twenty five. So yeah, yeah. And even with and the way Kickstarter works, you can you can go in and, and and put in whatever level that you want to put in. You right. Know, you can That's say true. yeah, yeah. But 
the way that also Kickstarter works is it's through Amazon, and yes. you don't get charged until it meets its goal. Right. So, I don't. Yeah, I don't make the money. It's all or nothing. And yeah. I chose an all or nothing platform because I like to put pressure on myself. I guess. Yeah. Um, and I and I want to make it happen. I, and you want to do it right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, you know. I, I've been into. I've started a lot of businesses on a shoestring budget, and if I didn't have like a, you know, I need I need the amount of money I'm asking for mm-hmm. um, to to make this work. Right. No, and I think that what you do also in your video for it is you, you lay out exactly where every percentage of yes. it is going. Yes. And it may seem like a lot, but it costs a lot to get something to start. Yeah. And it's an important thing to get to get going. And it's not even just yours. Any, uh, in, in my opinion, any vegan enterprise that's looking to get off the ground... You know, it's it's important that we all support each other in the in the community. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it only it only helps you know grow the movement. Like I, one of my, I, I was tweeting um yesterday that you know my and this is my philosophy around veganism. You know, people ask me why I don't you know do a lot of animal rights activism on my mm-hmm. site because I do people activism. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that um the the best way to make someone vegan is to it's through their stomach. Yeah. You know, I'm a person, you know, the, the people that I deal with, they're, they're, they want to be vegan because their doctor said that they have to be or they, um, the doctor said they have to be vegan or they, uh, you know, they, they, they uh, want to try it. But what's going to keep someone there is having good food. And right. being satisfied at the end of the, the day. The rest will come later. You know, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you feel passionate about, uh, about animals, then, you know, yeah, I mean, and, and, and I think that's and that's sort of how we started. You know, um, my family started. You know, it was it was the food first, and then we we got to, um, you know, the sort of all the other things. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, fashion and you know, right. every you know, I mean, even coming down to buying luggage. You know, like yeah. it's so hard to find things that are one hundred percent vegan. Yeah, it's crazy. but um, but the awareness that you get from creating different experiences around you know different types of food um, is ultimately what's going to change you mm-hmm. you know like i had some really amazing food i can get this you know vegan mac and yeast i can you know get some good recipes and and sort of create these new experiences mm-hmm. um for myself and that's what's gonna that's what's gonna um make okay he's biting me now ouch let me go let me go okay um <laughs> denzel, denzel you Den- gotta calm down we're almost we're almost through here buddy um <laughs> but no man i i i definitely i believe that you know, the revolution happens on a plate. Absolutely. You know, I really do. Yeah. And that's what's going to get the hardcore carnivore, you know, you put something in front of them and like, oh, I like this texture. I like mm-hmm. this flavor. I can do this. That's what people always say. I, if I could eat like this, I could do this. Right. And that's what I'm trying to bring to people. So the more that I can, the broader I can make this, the better, the more vegans we can have. And you know what's going to happen? In the meantime, people should check out the restaurant that you were at in New York, too, mm-hmm. Union Square. Uh, and just say one more time what that was. Jiva Mukti. Jiva and it's, Mukti. Um, Sorry, I keep It's at 841 Broadway, actually, yeah. second floor. And your menu's still there, right? Menu's still there, yeah. Cool. yeah. All right, well, Ayane, thank you so much for, for hanging out. Hey, man, thank you for hanging out with me. Sorry, thank Denzel's you. being a nut. Denzel <laughs> is super excited. I think it's the mac and yeast. I, I think, think he so, wants, too. I think he wants it to happen. Yeah. I'm with you, bro. I feel you. <laughs> um, no, man, thank you for having me. Yeah. And I'm glad to know that you're you're sort of in the hood, too. So um, I'll yeah, let you know. Absolutely. I'm around, so yeah. I'm sure I'll see you around. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, All right, well, thanks, I'll everyone, for it. listening. Okay. Bye. Right, bye. <laughs>